Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in. The next 10 minutes are inspired by a conversation and a running coach. I hope you enjoy it. Welcome to The Engine. When I was younger, I shared everything with my with my older brother, and we'd talk frequently about about our, our professional endeavors and our, our personal relationships. And since we've we've grown apart a little bit since then, not the end of the world, but it's just we didn't have the same close relationship that we had before. And it was very much whatever came to mind was what came out of your mouth, and and that's fine. I think those relationships are great, and they have a lot of value. And as a younger person in my early twenties. I was very, very concerned about being financially independent from people. I, I never wanted to rely on other people to pay my rent or buy my groceries. And I, I certainly didn't ever want to find myself in a position where I had to ask people as a last-ditch effort for money. So I was very, I was very concerned about that. And as such, I made sure when I graduated from, from college that I got to work immediately, immediately. I started tutoring right away. Any job that came up, I'd absolutely take and work my tail off to make sure that the student was happy and the parents were happy, that everybody was happy, and it was a, it was a great experience, and it took a lot of my time. And after a couple of years, my brother and I kind of had this disagreement. We, we got into a, a, bit of a, a bit of a spat, and he said, well, you're a business person. I said, I, I mean, I guess, not really. I don't have employees. It's just me. And he said, well, I don't, I don't really like business people. They're not, they're not good people. I was like, what? Like, what are you talking about? And he, he was older than I was and he had been living in the city for some years. And he, he was like, you're, if you want to become a business person, you're going to become like this. And, and I've known some business people and, and I don't like that. And we went back and forth and it was a very, I mean, obviously, I remember it to this day. It was a very frustrating and difficult conversation to have. I was very close with him at the time. And we go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, and, and I kind of let it go. And again, that was that was quite a bit of time ago, early 20s. We're talking pretty much 15, 14, 15 years ago. And it stuck with me. That conversation stuck with me. Not because he said that he disliked business people. But there was something having to do with the analogy that was being made that struck me. It seemed odd. It seemed one way for some reason. I, and I didn't know how to articulate it. Until I got, I got a running coach. And I, I was very taken. A very dear friend of mine, Sebastian, got me the book Born, Born to Run. Tremendous book. If you haven't read it, I highly recommend it. And in the book, the author makes a very, very strong case that human beings as they are right now were designed to be incredible distance runners. Now I had never been a distance runner. I was a swimmer, I was a rower, but running was never my jam. And he had all these wonderful pieces of, of, uh, I wouldn't say evidence, but uh, facts to consider like humans can thermoregulate. We, when we run, we sweat and it's no problem. And if it's cold, we can warm ourselves up. There are all these things about it that make it great. Dogs have a very difficult time thermoregulating, for instance. So if you take a dog on a run in 100-degree weather, that dog's going to run for a couple miles and then kaput. Well, I can run in 100-degree weather 
for a long time, especially if I just have a little something to drink and if I'm used to it, it's no problem at all. It's fantastic. And so there are all these little pieces of, of biological clues that lead one to realize, oh, human beings aren't necessarily fast runners, right? Like a squirrel can blow past us, no problem. But we can run for a uniquely long time. And the longer you run, the longer a person runs, the longer the gender inequality doesn't really matter. Or gender difference, rather. So one of the greatest ultra runners um, in, in the current history right now is, is a young woman. I shouldn't say young. She's in her 20s. But she, she runs for days and days on end. She, in one of the races she did, which was over 200 miles, she beat the number two person by something like 10 hours. She had enough time to take a shower, sleep a full night, get up, eat a meal, and then see the next person come in. But there are all these things that made running incredible and super cool and very intriguing. And I was terrible at running, so I got this running coach. I said, look, I want to be able to run like the wind. And the first thing he said was, okay, you have to start running slow. <laughs> like, I don't really want to run slowly. I want to run like the wind. And he was like, yes that's fine, but you're not really a runner yet. So if you start running these 10 and 15 and 20 miles fast, you're never going to make it. You got to start by running slowly. And so I did. I took his advice. And obviously I'd hired him because he knew what he was doing. And it was amazing. It was amazing to me. I started running 8 miles, 10 miles, 12, 15, 20 I had never run before. I was not a great runner. And all of a sudden, I was running up Mount Diablo and back down. And in the time between when I started and then when I was doing that, I was running slowly. And I was running past or with people on, say, the Iron Horse Trail that were also running slowly. And it was a difficult thing for me to, to, to accept because every time I had gone running up until this point, I was just so judgmental. Mind you, I was running. I was in incredible pain. I was not enjoying myself at all. And I'd see people running more slowly and just be like, what a quitter or like, what are they doing? Or why are they even out here if they're not even going to be running? That's what I would be thinking in my head. I know a terrible admission. I recognize judgy individual as not the man I am today. But it was clear that I had one set kind of paradigm if you were running slowly, you were not working hard. And hereafter, I had been told to run slowly and had in fact slowed myself down and realized the incredible effort that I was putting out over 15 or 20 miles and how difficult it was, even though I was running slowly. It changed the way I viewed people running slowly. Now when I'm driving in a car and I see somebody kind of going slowly, my mind immediately goes to that problem. That person is probably at the end of such a brutal run. They are probably running on fumes. I, I can only imagine the pain. I get it and I respect it. This is somebody who's running slower than I would ever recommend somebody run, but I respect them and I get them. This type of elasticity of thought. This was the thing that bothered me about my brother's communication. He was saying, look, I don't like A 
you're becoming A, therefore I will likely dislike you. He wasn't saying that I had already done these things. He wasn't saying that I had offended him by becoming a business person, my one-man tutoring business. He was saying that I was going to become these things and these people are bad people or something like that. If I had stayed with that line of thought, I could have never become a distance runner because I would have stayed with the idea that here I'm running slowly. That means I'm not working and I'm a bad person for that. It would have driven me nuts. What my brother should have done is said, up until this point, I have not cared for the business people I have known, but I care deeply for you and you were becoming one of these people. I clearly have to rethink how I look at people who do business because I know you to be a good person and I know you wouldn't do anything that, that would be offensive. But instead, it only went one way. The assumption only went one way. I'm becoming a business person, therefore I must be a bad person. Not, I am becoming a business person and therefore he should rethink what he believes about people that go into business. It's the assumption. It's the rigidity of thought. It's the paradigm that he was stuck in. And the only thing that brought it to my mind was forcing myself into a shift of my own thought process with regard to distance running that allowed me to see, man, sometimes you got to rework from the ground up. Sometimes the assumptions you make, the one-way assumptions, anyone running slowly, not working hard. Sometimes you just got to let go of that and retool and see that in a different light. Somebody running slowly, maybe they're on mile 30. And damn, that person's laying it down. These are the things that he needed to retool. These are the things that I was forced to rethink. And if we want to be fair to those around us, if we want to be fair to the world, if we want to have pride in our perspective and our opinion, we have to be more flexible. We have to be more elastic with our thought. If you just want to be judgy, if you don't care, yeah, sure, say whatever you want. Anyone who runs slow is lame. Doesn't matter if you're on mile one or mile 30. Doesn't matter to me. Fine. But don't take yourself that seriously. Because that position's pretty, pretty silly. And if you want to say, hey, anyone who goes into business is a bad person, you can say that too. But again, just be prepared to not take yourself too seriously. Because that's not a really well thought out position. If you want to take yourself seriously, if you want to have self-respect and pride in your thought and your positions, you have to be willing to change them. You have to be elastic. You have to be willing to view the world in a different light. So just think about that. I'm Matt Todd, and this is the engine that drives me. Go out and crush it. Thank you, everyone. And please do remember the essay classes are lining up daily as are the SAT and ACT review. If you need some help, just hit me up.